Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today is Shabazz. Hello, Shabazz. Hello, hello, hello. I was going to do like a like a fun voice, but I was like, you know what? I will leave that to the professionals. We should definitely leave it to the professionals. We may be professional podcasters, mm-hmm. uh, but we're not professional voice actors yet. Yet. Or maybe ever. We can do our voices pretty well. Actually, can I do my voice pretty well? I don't even know. I don't know. You don't sound like yourself right now. I'll no. be honest with you. No, I don't. <laughs> Shay, how are you doing though? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. We had a, a very eventful day and it's, it's just, it's been a lot of fun and I'm still kind of reeling from it, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense, you know, and I think, you know, in case you did not see the title of this episode, again, because you follow our show, no matter what we do, you're going to listen to it. Uh, but in case you did not see the the title of this episode, or if you're not watching this on YouTube and can't see the lovely shirts that Shay and I are both wearing right now, uh, that would be a giveaway. Today on the movie podcast, we were delighted to speak to a Canadian legend, a comedian, a, a voice actor, an amazing human being. Today on the show, we have the one and only Eric Bauza joining us. Shay, this is someone we've been wanting to have on the movie podcast for so long. I would say a bit too long, personally. Yeah, we, we, wanted, we wanted Eric to be on the show for so long, and I'm so glad that, you know, we have this platform now to be able to do this and to get to talk to the people that we love the work that they do. Um, you know, we, we have a funny story. Like we messaged Eric, you know, when we started the show just to kind of see like, Hey, like, you ever want to come on? And obviously, you know, the way things work, it probably didn't get it, but that's okay. But look, he's here now and that's all that matters. He's here now. And that's all that matters. Of course, Eric Bauza, if you are not familiar with the name is a legendary voice actor who is who does voices from everyone from bugs bunny to luke skywalker uh we're talking to him today on the movie podcast about a brand new show that he has on cbc and cbc gem called stay tuned we had the opportunity to watch two episodes of it uh we cannot wait to watch more as animation lovers you know how much we love animation and cartoons and everything here on the movie podcast so being able to not only to speak to eric about the work that he does in the industry but also to dive a little bit deeper and to look at things within the world of animation that I think that we don't always talk about or think about. You know, Stay Tuned really examines like topics like politics and sexuality. And it's really cool to see how, we, how animation forms us and shapes who we are from kids to who we are today. And of course, there's a huge cast of incredible actors that he brings along with him. Ben Schwartz, Lake Bell, Tara Strong, who we had on here on the show, uh, Chris Summer, and so many more. Um, Shay, whatever you're just really quickly before we kind of dive a little bit deeper into the housekeeping of the show, what have, what's been your thoughts so far and stay tuned? I, I did not expect it to be as in depth. And that's one of the things that we kind of talked about with Eric, that the show really doesn't just kind of go along the fact of like, okay, we're going to, we're just going to talk about animation and, and some of the hurdles that you see on TV, but they go really deep. Like the episodes that we watched, they dealt with sexuality within animation. And that was a topic that really was kind of taboo. So I did not expect it to go there. Um, so I think, I think it's just, you know, you know, you and I love, we love watching these, these behind the scenes kind of documentaries or whatever. This show really just examines and takes it all apart and shows you, Hey, this is what animation is. This is what animations had to go through. So there's, there's a lot that I loved about the first episodes that we watched. 
Yeah, and it, the fact that, you know, we're examining shows from across generations as well, too, and we see how things were adapted, you know, in one decade and how they are in, in another decade or in now. So it's been really cool to see that. Uh, and again, to talk with Eric, who is the host of the show um, and who's just voiced so many iconic characters throughout his career so far. And also Retro Kid, which is a clothing line that we absolutely adore. We've been rocking it for years. Um, so to be in a room with the creator uh, the co-creator of that of clothing brand and also like be wearing you know the merch that you know we grew up loving because again these are canadian shows you know there is there is such a a world of canadian nostalgia that we get to tap into now because you know for for canadians you know we get you know we grew up watching a lot of the american cartoons and we fall in love with them and that's great but there are some things that are uniquely canadian like you know video and arcade top 10 like reboot like mr dress up and so many other iconic shows that i think retro kid does such an amazing job of tapping into that nostalgia and giving us dope merch to wear as well too. So um, I, I'm so thrilled that we get to talk to him. Before we get to our interview, I just I do want to say thank you to our friends at Touchwood PR for making this interview happen for us. We love working with you guys. Um, also, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and our interviews and all the latest movies and series. We were so lucky to have some Awesome guests join us last week on the show, including Alfred Molina and Ruby Cruz and Tony Revolori from Willow. Um, it's been a it's been a really incredible whirlwind of a year for us here on the show. Uh, you may have seen that we posted our Spotify Wrapped, so we had a, a lot of great growth this year, and that's because of you listening to this or watching this right now. So thank you for that. If you want to keep supporting us, if you want to follow and see what we're doing, please check us out on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox at the movie podcast you could also write into the show at hello at the movie podcast.ca and join our discord we're having some great conversations in there so if you want to keep this conversation going this episode may end but you could keep the conversation going head over to our discord shay am i missing anything what's going on like how you doing okay i'm doing great you know while i while we're at it you know it is it is the christmas season we're getting closer and closer to people buying gifts we are and i think one of the best gifts that I had ever received as a child is a bag of money. Is a bag of money, obviously, obviously, but also just clothes. I loved clothes. And I was that kid that actually did enjoy clothes. If you want to buy movie podcast shirts and give them to your friends and family and while they wear it and rock it for the holidays, that'd be a really, really good thing to do because no one looks better than that person in a movie podcast shirt. Just saying. I've, that's all I've heard on Vogue. Um, yep. E-Fashion Canada. Uh, is that even E-Fashion Canada. Okay. I'm not even sure. I, I think I made that one up. Sure. Uh, and fashionblog.com. Fashion blog. And uh, there's also a, another kind of thing. It said not the movie podcast. Not the um, movie podcast dot co weird co dot co okay but yeah i would say the movie podcast merch retro kid merch you can't go wrong either way yeah but also buy our merch because we we would love the support too (laughs) we love the support too of course stay tuned like i said is going to be available on cbc and cbc gem it is premiering on december 2nd so you are able to watch it right now uh with new episodes weekly and i promise you it is worth your time if you love animation if you grew up watching tv shows like animated shows i know you did this is the show you want to watch because you you really get to explore deep into that um and again cannot thank eric enough for sharing his time with us today so without further ado please welcome eric bauza to the movie podcast eric 
thank you so much for joining us on the movie. Uh, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate all the time that everyone has been giving me and, and the show. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to be home and uh, seeing, you know, Canadian. I feel like I've been hanging out with you guys already for, yeah. you know, like a few years. Yeah. And you guys are both amazingly dressed. Thank you. Thank you. We all got the memo. We couldn't be on camera next to you if we didn't come correct. Oh, right. Well, we're such big fans of, of Retro Kids. So, like, all, like, we literally talk about it all the time. Whenever we go anywhere, people are like, I see, I recognize that. I see well, that. I feel like, again, um, you know, my business partner and I, uh, my best friend from high school, Steve Gaskin, you know, we, we always like, and I think probably like everyone in this room, have this fascination with graphic t-shirts. I kind of grew up in the era of, hey, if you're wearing a graphic tee or a cartoon t-shirt, you're a bit of a nerd. Yeah. And that has changed so much, like in, in like a couple decades. You can't walk into a room now without having a graphic shirt. It's such a conversation starter. It joins you with other people that, hey, like, I remember that, you know? Um, but it's not just that anymore. It's like when you log online, there's people that are uh, uh, officially licensed and people that are bootlegging stuff. And we're like, there's just so much stuff out there. How do we stand out? And I was like, Canadian nostalgia. 100%. Because Toronto is like a great city. One of the, one of the greatest cities on earth. If not the greatest city on earth. Oh, yeah. And um, in Canada in general, like we have uh, like a, an embarrassment of riches when it comes to odd Canadian programming <laughs> in the 80s and 90s. So... We, we thought, okay, this could be a good angle. We could still do other things, like more of the general uh, population stuff of pop culture. But I was like, I think we got something here. And it's only been three years, and people have responded very well. So Yeah, it's like every time you guys like have a new drop, there's always like this level of this, this area that you attack in our minds that I'm like, yeah. I forgot about this. <laughs> But now they like like how much research kind of goes into that part. So it's like, do you guys like is this all stuff that you just loved, or are you like, yeah. oh, everybody else might have liked it too? Pretty much, like that's how we start. We definitely have like a we throw all the darts against the wall and see which ones like eventually whittle down to. Because I mean, we can't. We're, it's a small operation, right? So like, as much as we would like to do like tons of collections like every month, every year. We have to like, okay, we'll save that for next year, save yeah. that for next season. But I feel like, you know, stuff like the go-tos, like Mr. Dress Up yeah. or like TVO or YTV, mm -hmm. uh, those are the ones that we'll be probably doing at least like every year, like every few months or, you know, finding new things. I think we want to expand our product assortment, like Mr. Dress Up vinyl toys. I want to make a, a tickle trunk jewelry box. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like just, just stuff that like, you can use. Yeah. It's not just, I, you know, I'm a, a bit of a hoarder. Uh, <laughs> if you come to my house, uh, you guys are both invited to come to LA. Uh, oh, thank you. It's like, oh my God, there's just, if there's an earthquake, I will die under a, a <laughs> mountain of toys will fall on me. All of them sharp. Uh, yeah. If I can be so bold to, to make a pitch here, yeah. can we get something like, Canadian commercials down the road. Like you had the, the house hippo. Oh yes. The, the war amps one, which is yes. a little scary. Man, little yeah. scary. But there's so many good Canadian. Don't you put it in your mouth, that one. Well, yeah, no. You know, we we we're we're gonna see who has the rights to those. because <laughs> uh, you know, NFB is another one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like so who whoever has the rights to all those PSAs. 
definitely uh, wanna wanna explore that. Definitely. If, if you're saying it, then I'm gonna I'm gonna try my hardest. Simple choice. I mean, I know you can just leave them all around your head. <laughs> Eric, you're the voice of some of the most iconic characters of all time. How did this happen? How did you get here? When did you first be like, I could do these voices and this is what I want to do? Uh, well, Doc, it all started when I was a little rabbit. And uh, I knew I was different from the other kids. I was a rabbit in a human world. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, definitely as as old as I was enough to like sit up and watch TV is when it all started. Uh, judging by the dent on my couch, uh, <laughs> like, like ten, over 10,000 hours of couch potatoing has led to a career in voice acting. I, I, I loved watching Looney Tunes, the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show. Oh, yeah. Not just for the great Mel Blanc's work, but for Chuck Jones, Bob Clampett, Chris Freeling, Tex Avery, all of, you know, everyone that worked in that golden age of animation to create these. I mean, Tweety's 80 years old. He just turned 80. I thought it was only two and a half. <laughs> but he's 80 years old. Um, and we're still talking about these characters like they were like just premiered yesterday. Uh, so that was my main influence. And I think all throughout high school is when, you know, elementary school, you're just a kid doing voices and you think it sounds like that person, but it just sounds like a kid doing those voices. High school, your voice changes and you sound like, uh, you know, David Putty on Seinfeld all of a sudden, Patrick Warburton. And um, they, the, the teachers at my high school, Cardinal Newman in Scarborough, they were always encouraging me to be funny. They let me be funny. They let me be me. And uh, I got lousy marks, but uh, <laughs> I was probably like the lowest scoring, scoring valedictorian ever in the history of school. Uh, I think they just were, they wanted pe pe uh, people to be entertained instead right. of educated. They're like, now do my voice, do my voice. You know, like it wasn't even about like education at that point. It was like roasting the teachers with their own voices. And, um, and that carried on through college and then even in my career and even sitting with you guys, you know, like, and being a part of the show, stay tuned. It's like, I've had nothing but luck my entire life. And I've uh, always been so thankful for that. Uh, you know, people meet you and they, they, they see a certain something in you and they go, well, we'll give this person a chance, you know? And um, that's how it's always been for me. So, you know, I'm super thankful. I love that. You know, you, you've done voices in, in gaming, TV, movies, so many different places. Is there one that you prefer? Is there one that you maybe find more challenges in? Uh, definitely have found my comfort zone in animation, like cartoony stuff. Mm -hmm. The video game stuff, I'm like, my hat's off to you guys <laughs> out there in video game land. Uh, it's all yours. Uh, the screaming and the intensity of these games. And, you know... If you're a gamer out there, uh, you'll you'll know what we're talking about. It's like the directions like this. So you walk into a booth, and they don't even give you the script ahead of time. So there's no studying. You kind of have to think on your feet because there's the NDAs in video games are gigantic. And then you walk in, and the script is like that thick because it's a video game, right? There's lots to do in a game, and lots of players, lots of options. Uh, but I always whittle it down to this. It's like, okay, uh, you fall uh, off a step. Ah! Like, you fall down a flight of stairs. Ah! 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 You fall from one story of the building. Ah! <laughs> okay, you, you're halfway. Fall halfway after like, ah! 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 and you impale yourself on rocks. Ah! Ah! You know, 
you're at the top of the building. And this is like the first 10 minutes. You're like, this session is going to be four hours <laughs> of screaming and like everything that you can do with a joystick and every player that comes in, you know, like there's options for everything in a game. And that's why I like, eh, what's up, Doc? And you get a paycheck for it. You go home, <laughs> you get your free bottle of water. And uh, yeah, it's uh, cartoons is where I'd, I'd, I'd like to live forever. The challenging stuff that I'd like to do more is superhero stuff. Like there was, there was a small stretch where I was doing like a lot of Warner Brothers straight to DVD, uh, Warner Brothers DC. Yes. I love the DC animated universe when Warner Brothers it's does. so good. It can't be B. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Uh, and you know, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. You know, like uh, at, at some point, I have to count how many animated Batman movies Warner's comes out within a year. Yeah, and they're all good. They're all good for whatever reason. They just know what they're doing. Definitely. Do you get like more opportunities to kind of just you know freestyle it when you're doing more on, on the animation side or more on the gaming side? Well, you know, you want to pay respect to what's written. Mm -hmm. They always say, okay, let's do it as written as written always and then the the fourth or fifth take they always allow you to if, if especially if you like raise your hand and go oh I, I i thought of something you know you don't want to offend anyone in the room's work but if you could add to it that's your contribution right like and they will accept it like there's a lot of times where uh you know you'll be watching something back and then because you you do the job you leave for a few months and then Nine months later, a baby comes out, uh, and then suddenly you're like, "Oh my god, they kept that thing in that I did." So, right. Well, I mean, we also want to talk about Stay Tuned. So, congrats on oh, the release of the show. Thank you. Yes, it is. It's so good because you focus again, like kind of like what Retro Kid does. You focus on these things that really shaped us as people. Yeah. Where, where did this idea come from? Well, uh, the the uh, production company Fathom Film Group here in Toronto, mm -hmm. they produce like a lot of documentary style films and programs, uh, and they started to develop this idea about a docu series about cartoons, uh, especially since you know we've we've seen like a lot of how they shaped us kind of style shows, mm -hmm. uh, which are always amazing, but they're definitely more of like uh, how did this get made kind of thing versus what we focus in on are like the themes and cartoons. Heavy hitting themes, racism, sexism, representation of LGBTQ plus, uh, you know, capitalism. Uh, we talked about public service announcements. Yeah. Things that were either in our faces as we were growing up or stuff that was buried beneath the surface or stuff that it got canceled and we, you know, forgot about it. And then in a reboot, they corrected it or made it better. So that's kind of like what we're doing with the show. It's, it's like a deep dive, a little bit of nostalgia to get us in the mood, to remember. Uh, then we talk to a professional and tells us what we were actually watching. And then the third guest is the bright uh, outlook to the future. And uh, again, I just hope it pushes, uh, you know, great storytelling. That's the end result. It's like we, yeah. we've seen it all now at this point. And I feel like at this point, too, the fans look for those loose threads in stories and programs and anything that you give them they want they want to dissect it they want to be the experts of it yeah and i think when you watch cartoons they pay attention you know yeah and i always say like cartoons don't get taken seriously often enough and i hope that this kind of makes that 
makes that change. I feel like it does because there's a lot of transparency within the show. Like I didn't, we didn't expect it when we were watching. It, we we're like, whoa, these are really hard hitting things you're talking about yeah. that no one talks about in animation. Well, you know, like we can't sweep this stuff under a carpet. Right. The, the only way to learn from it is to stare at it dead on in the face and go, okay, yeah, what we did maybe 80 years ago, not acceptable by today's standards. What can we do to change that? Right. What what tactics? What and we're already doing it, you know, like authentic storytelling, even behind the microphone, mm-hmm. in casting. Before it used to be you're a voice actor, no one cares about what you look like. It's if you can act the part, if you can sound like the character, make us believe that. But now it's like, no, like it, it should be even deeper rooted. It should be from a real grounded place mm-hmm. and uh, a genuine place. And uh, yeah, I, I like that it's happening. It, it, it opens so many doors for people that have had nothing but doors slam in their face. Yeah, and, and I love that the show deals so much with identity. And even like the episode that we watch, were like the two episodes that we watch were about, you know, we're looking at like the queer community. And also we had one about sexuality. And it was funny, like when we were watching, like, like you don't realize that a lot, like we really are formed by what we watch growing up. Right. And as and us, we, we watch 100% cartoons growing up. You're getting a lot of like, a lot of your programming and your development is coming from animation. It's right. telling you as a kid, when you're just like forming your thoughts and where you are in this world, how to be and how, what's accepted, what, what it should be like. Right. Like Shira is a great example uh, where, you know, that was uh, made in the era of like model sheet animation. Mm-hmm. Almost every character and especially with the toys, every character had the same body type. And then you look at the reboot of Shira and it's like, there are realistic shapes. Yeah. There are realistic relationships, you know, like real things that I think kids or the younger viewers, because I'm a kid, uh, <laughs> I'm a younger, older viewer. Little kids, yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, can identify with, and, and I feel like, you know, you don't have to have a six pack on your front and your back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what muscle is that? Yeah. New body types. Yeah. Yes. We call it a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like, so I think again, we're, we're moving there and every effort, like a show like stay tuned will help us get there faster. Definitely. And I love that you like, we're, we're huge fans of Tara strong. I mean, how could you not be friends with Tara strong? Uh, we, we got to speak to her last year and, nice. and it's, it's cool to seeing fellow Canadians, within that world just really just kind of dominating as well too yeah. do you feel like a, a like a, a kinship when you meet a fellow canadian when you're in la or if you're voicing a character i'm like oh canadian there's a lot of oh, canadians on this cast i just throw out a casey and finnegan shirt and <laughs> uh i'm off to the races uh yeah um it, it's incredible how welcoming um sorry Sorry, phone's ringing. I think it's Tara Strong. We'll see. Hey, Tara, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> busy talking about you, Tara. Add your time with them. Yeah, yeah. Quit hogging the mic. Um, it's amazing how welcoming, you know, Canadians abroad are when they find out you're from Toronto. Or you're. <laughs> yeah. I remember meeting Tara Strong for the first time at a fairly odd parent session. And it was funny because I walk into this room at Nickelodeon pre-pandemic when we were able to record together. And everyone was in this one main room, and they kept Tara in this the ISO booth because she was Timmy Turner, you know she was starting the show. They kept her in this, and she looked like like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> it was like a small booth in the corner in glass. And she's just sitting there, like hi Tara. And she's like hello, Clarice. yeah. And the lamb still screaming. Yeah, I was like oh my god, Tara Strong. And I opened the booth, 
because I just saying hi to everyone. I don't want to make <laughs> it's like yeah, you're in the ISO booth. You know? uh, I had to like say hi to her and just say th- thank you. You know, like thanks for uh, entertaining me as a kid, uh, even though we're not that far off in age. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, for for fellow Canadian, like following in your Canadian voice acting yeah. footsteps, and she was just so like immediately her increase summer Cree especially yeah, and then maurice lamarche you know another torontonian they've always just been big supporters and i will again meeting folks that and they don't have to do anything like that you know it's not like another actor can get you a job there we're all competing against each other but it's like that welcoming and voiceover especially and you you know interviewing them i'm sure you find that it's like in our interviews, we end up talking about uh, each other more than ourselves. Uh, and uh, you just can't beat that. I love it's a very tight-knit community, for sure. Yeah. With, with Stay Tuned, like we were saying, you, you touch on a lot of subject matter that I think we don't always get to see or even think about. What are you hoping audiences take away when they start to watch it this week? Uh, well, it, it, you know, again, just opening your, your, your... Blowing the dust off of old shows that you uh, liked. I, I hope that they even revisit some of them. I have a six-year-old, and even before Stay Tuned, we're like, I wonder how he would react to Transformers. You know, like, I'll tell you something. Uh, uh, consumerism and nostalgia are, like, the worst, <laughs> especially for someone like me. I'm, like, a triple whammy because I'm, like, not only do I love the old stuff, and then they re-release the same stuff in the original packaging, and I'm, like, you know... <laughs> I buy the Ecto one from Real Ghostbusters just for the box. The box art alone. I was like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> I already bought it. I already forced my parents to buy this once. I'm buying it for myself and my son. And then, like, like with Transformers, like I did a voice for uh, Transformers uh, Robots in the Skies, and I'm buying all the drift toys now. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's it's killing me. And I even made a show about it. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, how come I can't follow my own rules? Like, I don't have to buy it all. Just take a picture, look at it on your phone, and go, oh, okay. Exactly. And Lego really capitalized on that as well. Oh, like, my gosh. We have, like, the DeLorean, the Ecto-1, all those things. The, 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 again, RetroKid, it's like the licensing, cross-pollination of, like, oh, now I need to have it in Lego form. Right. Now I need to have it in uh, Playmobil form. Yeah. 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 I just bought Ecto-1A, like, Ghostbusters 2. Like yeah. the car, and I'll tell you, uh, and I'm sure all the toy fanatics out there will agree, the Playmobil Ecto One is the only version of Ecto One toy form that has working lights and the siren, like that. Oh. Like, and it's I'm like now I have to have the one from Part Two. <laughs> now I have to buy another wall just to put a shelf up. Yeah, just buy a new house, you know, to fit everything. Oh, I'll just move back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, you know, with with the world of voice acting, I think, what do you think the biggest misconception is with being a voice actor, just being an actor, and oh. what changes do you hope? You just said it. Just right. be, you have to be an actor. Yeah. You have to be a good actor. You can't just walk in there. A lot of people think, I could do that. Like, like, I can do this voice. And it's like, yeah, but can you really make us feel like that, that this is a real being? Like, even though I'm playing a cartoon duck, you know, you have to make sure that the, the stakes are high. Sorry, not a, <laughs> not a pandemic-friendly voice. Uh, yeah, uh, it, you have to make us believe that these characters are real, uh, no matter how serious or how silly they are. 
and I learned that the hard way not being an actor. I walked in there being an animator that did temporary voices for a pilot that got picked up. And I was like, oh boy, what did I get myself into? But again, the trust and belief and generosity of the people around me has just carried me all the way to this point. And I learned in the booth by watching people like Tara and Gray Delisle and, and Alana Yubach, Carlos Elizraki, how to how to be a good actor just by watching the pros that have been doing it for decades before me. And, uh, you know, when I go back to L.A. Uh, uh, this Friday, probably the following week on the 11th, I'll be uh, nominated for my sixth Emmy. So that means I've lost five times. Uh, <laughs> but, but nominated. No, 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 I, I'd rather be nominated for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, honestly, the... Uh, well, I'd rather just work. Honestly, that's yeah. that's the. I know it sounds cliche and cheesy, but that's honestly the best award you can get is leaving your house, number one, <laughs> and then, uh, and by that I mean walking to your garage and then recording from home. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You know, what do you think needs to change in the next few years within that? Um, you know more filipino rolls uh i i've uh, and i mean the food you know like the yes, l- yeah. lupia uh no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> more filipino egg rolls uh, uh you know i've I-, I was reading for a pilot uh for this disney junior show and it's out now uh i i didn't book the series but i was in the pilot and i was reading halfway through and the character said something in Tagalog, which is the Filipino language. And I was like, wait a second. I was reading a Filipino character this whole time. And I almost like, I got a little choked up because I was like, this never happens. We're usually the funny sidekick. Uh, the first person Jason kills in a movie. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're never the focus of the story. And it's a great thing to see just the diversity and, and you know, it just being kind of a natural thing. You know, I, I like having that balance. I still like, you know, I think we should all share the spotlight. I think there's room for everybody. But that was really nice. That was a really nice moment where I was like, oh, my God, like, this is cool. And without a doubt, went to a more handsome, more decorated Filipino actor. I was, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not even the real guys that were part of the Wii podcast. Oh, we got replaced <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because, you know, that was a, that was a thing a lot in live action where you were having characters play other races and so on and so forth. And oh, yeah. it's starting to get corrected now in, in animation Cartoons. where you had, yeah, you had, um, Hank Azaria for Apu, for example, and then you had the actress who, Jenny Slade doing it for Big Mouth, all changing now to the people that really should be voicing those people. And even different degrees, too. Yeah. Because even at, as I audition for Filipino roles, they're not exactly asking me to throw on an accent. Right. Unless it's like a case like Tresse, which is a comic book series in, in the Philippines, and they really wanted like that accent. And they even had a translator on board listening. Because I didn't grow up in the Philippines. I sound as uh, white as Wonder Bread. I, uh, you know, like my parents, I, I, I learned the accent from listening to them complain about me not paying my taxes on time. And, uh, it, it, you know, being able to do that authentically is, is great. And having the authority there is great. And also the storyteller is there. And they also want to make sure that it is what they want to hear. And sometimes they're like, don't do the accent. Just, we want to hear your voice because 
even with our own natural voices, there is a hint of something. There is the actual thing they're looking for. So, uh, Lamorne Morris, of course, the face of Bank of Montreal, uh, yes. and, uh, you know, uh, on Woke, his own series. Uh, he's actually like, it's, he's in the camp of, okay, it's fine. You could do, you know, a, a voice or, or, of, of my ethnicity. But as long as there's a role for me, as long as it's not eliminating right, right. someone from being something. Because, yeah, it's acting. You want to be able to make believe you're anything, mm -hmm. you know. I just don't want to get canceled for not being a real rabbit. You know, I hope the rabbit community, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm not a rabbit. We'll put a little disclaimer at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> rabbit case, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Pull, pull out a carrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, you know, is there anything that now that you're looking forward to in terms of like video games, movies, what, like whatever's coming out? Yeah, what's exciting? Oh man, there's a lot. There's a lot that I'm like I'm thinking about what I'm working on now, and then like you know, uh, I want to see that Flash movie. I want to see Michael Keaton in oh, that yeah. Batman costume. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, stay tuned. I, I want to see that on on a streaming channel. I want to see the reaction of everybody. And, uh, and and this interview. I want to see our, our interview. When does it go up? Oh, it's going to be... It's actually live stream. Right now. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. It will be up in uh, the next couple of days. So we will be tagging you like no tomorrow. Yeah, so. I'm more great. Fantastic. Uh, no, you are such an ambassador of Canada everywhere you go. Oh, wow. Um, we need to know what are you what are you showing your American friends in LA or if they're ever coming here like what's what's like what, what do you need to show people because it's oh. it's, it's you and then there's Drake right after yeah. it's a <laughs> yeah, 100%. pretty sure it's Drake the weekend then me maybe Drake the weekend Justin Celine Dion and then me yeah. or uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is in there somewhere <laughs> yeah like, oh yeah Ryan Reynolds that guy sure <laughs> Mint Mobile yeah. um, <laughs> I, I'm only spreading misinformation about Canada. Uh, <laughs> that we don't have toilet paper and we all just rub our butts on tree stumps. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? Right, polar bears. <laughs> Living igloos, 100%. Yeah. All the stereotypes yeah. that uh, that they believe in. No, uh, just, uh, you know, that we're not just, uh, we're not just America's hat, okay? All these voice actors coming over the border, stealing the jobs. You Tara Strong, Chris Summer, all your Maurice LaMarches, I assume they're nice, polite people. But you know, you know, we're gonna we're gonna build a wall around Canada. Right. Uh, well, what's their favorite food? I think it's called Putin, right? <laughs> Cheese, French fries, and gravy. I love Putin. I could have Putin in my mouth all day. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, anyways, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Canada is still one of the the greatest places on earth. And with this program, stay tuned. Like I was at the CBC upfronts yesterday. Mm to see the amount of diversity and how they're changing and expanding their programming at CBC is crazy. It's like, they really just like literally powder keg of dynamite. And like everything that I saw yesterday was like, wow. Like I'm so happy to be a part of this wave of yeah. what's coming uh, with CBC and, and the stories that they're choosing to tell. And uh, yeah, it's just gonna, just gonna further advance our country uh, to the greatest place on earth. Absolutely. But I think, like, like you said, I think we need that, right? I think that's been missing for so long within Canada. And when you look at what Canada is, like, Canada is a very multicultural place, and you want to reflect that. And I think, yeah. growing up, I think we'd be only for the better of seeing that on television as well. Too, yeah, right? so. it's it's and look as much as we wish, like, oh, less screen time and all that stuff. Yeah, go outside. Grab an apple, read a book under a tree, uh, but we're always gonna <laughs> we're always gonna be like, eh, I gotta check this thing. It's just who we are. It's what we like, and 
if if we could choose to flood those channels with nice mind expanding things, that's okay too. Absolutely. I love that. Eric, thank you so much for your time. We are so excited for Stay Tuned to be out December 2nd, CBC Gem. Everyone will be able to watch it. And then we get, can't wait to see what you get to work on next, too. We're such big fans of you. Thanks. And I hope we get to have more conversations like this in the future. That's all, folks. <laughs> and welcome back, Shabazz. You know, we were in the room for a good 28 minutes with the one and only Eric Bauza. How was that experience for you? It was great. I mean, obviously, we were in the long room a little bit longer, just kind of chatting about other things. Yes. But that 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 twenty eight minute conversation, or however long it really is, it it was just so fun. Like there was like even though we had just met Eric that day, like just having that conversation, just kind of getting to know him, talking to him, having that. I guess you could say Canadian camaraderie that we were having. Oh yeah, it was just a lot of fun. It was just good to gush with somebody about animation, especially canadian specific animation at that time um but yeah i mean he loved he loved that we were rocking the merch too uh he had some timmies with them some tim hortons for the one for the people that were uninitiated but man yeah. we were we were rocking it to a t the only thing we were kind of missing was probably like a moose maybe we were missing some other canadian staples but yeah it was, it was a lot well, of fun the moose was holding the camera for us uh um, that we we're calling anthony now that's what we call Anthony's the moose, the moose of the movie podcast, the moose podcast. Um, no, it, it was crazy. Cause yeah, he's, he's coming in. He's wearing like, you know, the, the, the Raptors hat. We got like the Mr. Dress up shirt on. So it just, I think when he came into the room and he saw that we were wearing the retro kid merch as well too, we're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be cool. We're going to be, we're going to be fun. And um, yeah, what an experience just talking to him. And, you know, we had, to, we kept it tailored more towards him but i i think what's so amazing about eric is that he was just so he's very much that person who's like let me shine the spotlight on other people too let me shine the spotlight on the people who make this happen the other people in the industry who i love and i respect and i and, and i respected that so much about him that he very is a very selfless person that way but also just just talking about this world of animation we could have just spoken to him about hours on just other stuff other than you know projects that he's part of so to spend like 30 minutes talking to him about everything that he has going on and for him to be kind of coming in and out of the voices of these iconic characters it's so cool to see because again you know we both grew up watching you know the the bugs bunny and tweety show and seeing so like those cartoons are so like ingrained in my in my like brain and now to be talking to somebody who's now carrying the mantle from mel blanc and you know doing these voices and and carrying that torch it's pretty amazing and and eric is a fantastic bugs he's a fantastic tweety and daffy he, he's he is so incredible and he's fantastic at puss in boots like i didn't yeah. expect that voice to come out of him and that's i, I think that's the, the the a tribute to his talent right absolutely yeah he does a yeah, great antonio banderas as puss yeah yeah in boots. Very, very Sorry, cool. I should I should Put, clarify that. And boots. And yeah, boots. In, and in, in boots. Yeah. Wait, in boots. Puss, puss in boots. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's that is right. Puss yeah. in boots. Puss, yeah, puss in the boots. with an N. You put a puss, puss in, in the boots, boots, that's it. Yeah. The bo- bo- boots in Canada, right? A boot? A boot yeah, in Canada? A, it, yeah, that's true. It is puss a boot. Puss in a boot. A poutine. A poutine. <laughs> No, again, thank you to our friends at Touchwood for making this happen for us. Thank you to Eric for sharing your time with us. Please go support a show. Stay tuned is on CBC and CBC Gem. It is out now. You can watch new episodes of it weekly. Um, it really is a fantastic show. Go support it. We want another season of it. We want to keep diving into the shows that make us and form us. Just like we always say here on the movie podcast, you know, we love talking to the people who 
who make and create the things that we love. And to have a show that celebrates that and really dives into it um, is special. So go watch. Stay tuned. You'll love it. Uh, Shay, any final thoughts before I know, like, listen, we're it's December. We're in the holiday season. We're having a bunch of giveaways going on right now on the movie podcast feed. So there's some things that you could win. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. We're giving away uh, Blu-ray copies of Top Gun Maverick, actually 4K copies of Top Gun Mavericks, 4K. That's more K's than a Blu-ray. That's um, three more K's. Yeah. It's three more case. We're giving some copies away of The Woman King. And you know what? Maybe we're giving some more movie tickets away. Who knows? Stay tuned for all of that and more. Because as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for our reviews and interviews and all the latest movies and series. Like I said, if you want to be part of the show, if you want to engage with us, if you want to follow us, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd is a place to do it at the movie podcast. Join our Discord. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. That means the world to us. Uh, we love having a great time here. We have a, a, a good amount of episodes left to, you know, to round out the rest of the year. And then we're going to go full force back in January. So we will be taking some time off towards the end of the year. So if you're, if you're wondering in the, at, towards the end of December, hey, where are these guys? You know, we're just, you know, we're just sleeping probably. Probably. It's time to hibernate. Probably just sleeping. Yeah, definitely. We're going to hibernate for a little while, but we'll have dates for that and more. We have lots of surprises left for the year, so don't stop tuning in just yet. But that was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.